Hello everyone, welcome to Black Girls Cry 2, a podcast about black women, self-growth, and life. This week, I want to talk to you about my greatest frenemy discipline. Jokes aside, I have a hard time staying consistent in the long term. I thrive under pressure, so that compensates the lack of discipline I could have had before, but everyday discipline is something I'm having a hard time with. So let's start by defining discipline. The Collins Dictionary defines discipline as a quality of being able to behave and work in a controlled way which involves obeying particular rules or standards. Last week, we talked about why it was so hard to follow up on New Year's resolutions. One of the two components was fear and the feelings of inadequacy. This show up as a lack of discipline. So what can cause a lack of discipline? There is a plethora of causes of the lack of discipline. It can be not enough habits of routines set in place or no clear goals or objectives or underlying issues such as fear of failure or lack of motivation. So these reasons are pretty straightforward. But one reason for lack of discipline that isn't as straightforward is perfectionism, misperfectionism. I am surrounded by successful black women. Most of my friends are under 30 with high paying jobs, working in Fortune 500 companies and focused on building wealth with a big W. When I look at my friends, when I look at myself, we're all in the pursuit of the same thing, black excellence. And when you listen to our goals or achievements, it is very often to become the first black woman to enter a certain space or the fact that you are the only black woman in the space you're in. All that might sound positive, but in reality is not as positive. I recently read an article written by column writer Mary Reda in which she explains that the standard of perfection is so imposed onto black people that it becomes difficult to define our prosperity, success or joy without it. And I felt that. While perfectionism is often viewed as something positive, It is not really. Yes, having standards and striving for excellence are honorable things, but perfectionism pushes this pursuit to excellence to an extreme level, leading to several negative consequences, such as fear of failure. We spoke about this last week, but by setting ourselves to like these impossible high standards, we're scared to make mistakes and take risks. So, The fear of failing translates in also avoiding challenges where we might not excel immediately. We become overly self-critical of ourselves because we focus on our flaws before celebrating our achievements. We spoke about that last week too. And this makes us lose our self-esteem slowly, bit by bit, which also increases the feeling of inadequacy, lack of enjoyment. Perfectionists are so focused on achieving a flawless outcome that they forget to enjoy the process, 
which diminishes the joy and satisfaction from the accomplishments. So you work so hard on something and when you get it, you're not even like, yes. You're just like, okay, what's next? Burnout. Due to the continuous pursuit of perfection, it pushes perfectionists to total physical and emotional exhaustion. Inhibited creativity because you fear failing and you fear criticism is going to stifle your creativity and you might be more fearful or hesitant to explore an unconventional path. Decreased productivity because you're so focused on in doing every single small task perfect is going to decrease your overall productivity problems with decision making well perfectionism might struggle with making decisions because they're scared of making the wrong choice but on the other hand this indecisiveness is going to lead to missed opportunities and increased stress and last but not least procrastination perfectionists may procrastinate because they are scared they won't meet their own perfection standards and so that delay is going to hinder progress so let's define misprocrastination the best definition i found for procrastination is by researchers in the international journal of educational psychology who describes procrastination as the act of unnecessarily and voluntarily delaying or postponing something despite knowing that there will be negative consequences for doing so. So paradoxically, perfectionists are often the biggest procrastinators because they avoid to do things that are not that they're not sure they can excel in or will be able to do perfectly. The problem is perfection is the enemy of progress. And while in certain areas this can help us, in other areas it works against us. That's why so many of us manage to finish our studies, find a nice job, but we can't commit to going to the gym or starting a project or even doing something out of our comfort zone because I can't put out anything that is not perfect. The gag is between the pursuit of perfection and showing up consistently imperfectly, which one do you think brings the best outcome? Jerry Olsman, professor at the University of Oxford, tried an experiment on his photography class. So he divided the group in two sections. One group was a quantity group and they would be graded on the number of pictures they took. The other group was a quality group and they would be graded on the single best piece of work. At the end of the term, surprisingly, the best photos were all from the quantity group. Not a single one was from the quality group, can you imagine? Since the quantity group didn't have to think about quality, they were experimenting with light composition angles and they were doing so a lot and showing up a lot while the quality group spent most of the semester thinking about how to take this great picture without actually trying things out. And this is a good illustration showing why 
consistently showing up and taking action will always beat perfectionism. It shouldn't come as a surprise to tell you I'm a big procrastinator. And since I thrive under pressure, I hadn't seen the negative effects of procrastination until recently. As I decided to take more risks to pursue more unconventional routes, I found myself frozen at times, filled with fear and doubt and a feeling that I'm not enough. I know I'm not the only one. It sometimes confused me because I know that I'm a hard worker. So why do I seem so lazy when it comes to certain projects or goals in my life? How can we make sure that as perfectionists, we get to actually do things? The good news is, if you're a perfectionist, there is a very little probability that you're lazy. It is action paralysis. So what are strategies that we can use to help break that cycle of perfection and start taking action? First, set small, realistic goals. Break up your big goal and make the subtasks smart, which is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. By clearly defining what you need to do by when, you make your goal less scary and more approachable. Two, embrace your imperfections. When I think about my friends or family and why I love them, it's never because they are perfect or because they are excellent. I love that my sister talks way too much. I love that my best friend wakes up every two, three years and decides to change his life completely. I love that my partner has these different quirky loves depending on his emotions. They are perfect through their imperfections. And as I embrace my loved ones' imperfections, I have to embrace mine. And I have to let go of the idea of perfection because it is unhealthy and unattainable. And that is for all aspects of your life, not only at work or not only in projects, but also in relationships, in all aspects of your life. Embracing your imperfection will only bring you closer to what you want to achieve. Practicing self-compassion. Learn to be kind to yourself. And that's a big one for black women. So I know so many amazing black women that don't feel amazing about themselves, me included. The art of compassion is something that is not often taught to us, yet so important as we navigate this complex life filled with highs and lows. Treating yourself with the same kindness you would treat your best friend. Because you are your best friend at the end of the day. Four, don't fix your eyes on the outcome, but on the journey. When I think about starting this podcast, yes, I have some goals that I hope to achieve. But the memories I cherish are the little things. Like when I I think about the first time I spoke into a mic, the first feedbacks I got from my friends writing these episodes at the library these things bring me joy regardless if i have two views or 1000 views so enjoy the journey and don't fixate on the outcome 
because you'll get there and you won't be satisfied and you get into a cycle where you just want more and more and more and you don't even know why you want more because it doesn't necessarily make you happy five aim for progress and celebrate it celebrate the small wins there will always be setbacks like in anything in life and it is never going to be all good or all bad or perfection versus failure so focus your mindset on progress rather than perfection and learn to celebrate yourself and the small wins that was it for today girlies next episode we'll discuss my book recommendation of the month and in the meantime i'm sending you loads of love yours always no